Loathe to let spring go. Birds cry, and even fishes' eyes are wet with tears. It's a classic haiku. Because I like haikus. By who? <laughs> Down by the bayou. If I go to the synagogue, they're like, hi, Jew. <laughs> and then if I kick someone, they're like, why, dude? <laughs> Or like I give them a nice place a plate of rice and like this is some nice food. Rest in peace to people that got hurt by the typhoon. Probably my favorite Asian food right now is Thai food. Okay. Yeah. My favorite Pokemon evolution is probably Raichu. That's not true. <laughs> uh hey, uh Marcus, you like movies? Yes I do. Are we recording? Yeah, we have done. You sure? Yes. We just double check? We're recording. Okay. Hey, Jared, you like movies? Yeah, sure. Works for me. The Zebras in America podcast, a podcast about snuffleupaguses, uh, poetry, exquisite corpse poetry, uh, lilacs, hydrangeas, how the world is strange to us, uh, hydration, um, and just trying, and reflections on a damaged life. Uh, we have a third time guest that is Jared Gilman hello who who some may know from from a starring role in Moonrise Kingdom and a nice little cameo in Patterson which uh oh do you have a record player I, I don't I have a very hold on I a wish second. I did you two y'all y'all two talk amongst yourselves sure hey so Jared what's been going on uh Finishing my spring break. Nice. Um, heading back to class tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Were you at NYU? Yeah. That's how mm-hmm. I know because NYU is in spring break right now. Mm. Well, I seem to be not in spring break anymore. No. So you're, you're breaking the break. Yeah. The break and, is broken. And you're breaking the break with us. Mm. You ever break dance? No. You ever smoke PCP? No. Would you say hi, Doug? Hi, Doug. Nice. Um, no, because when I released my record, I, I released it at 360 Record Shop, 360 Van Brunt uh, in Red Hook. It's a wonderful record store. And for, for, for my troubles, my friend gave me this wonderful Wendy, William Carlos Williams reading his poems. Oh, nice. Now, one of the main uh, ghost characters of Patterson is the poetry of William Carlos Williams, who wrote the epic Patterson. Um, and this is really dope, and I'm going to sample this for my next record, which I'm either going to call Tree or Henry. I haven't decided yet. Need any scratches? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. Ha- I'll also have you scratch William Carlos Williams. Cool. I'm you know, it would be hilarious if you like, yeah, no, I got this cool DJ who's a good scratcher. I mean, I do, I do. I have, I know two very good scratchers, but one of them. Oh, is, yeah, you, I, yeah, damn. One, one of them, one yeah. of them's in Japan. Fair enough. But also, I think it's funny. Like, I don't know if you listened, if you notice on this record, there's scratching on it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I think it's funny to have scratch. I think it's not funny. I think it's beautiful, beautiful to have scratching on non-drum based electronic music. Yeah. Because it's its own form of instrumentation. Mm-hmm. Oh, one guy in movies. Have you been enjoying? Uh, well, I just saw Us last night. What about us? 
uh, you know, the, the new Jordan Peele horror movie. <laughs> was it good? It was, yeah, I liked it. I, I thought it was really, really uh, well done. Uh, yeah. Um, Spoilers. Oh, yeah, we should. Yeah, yeah this, this episode is heavy spoiler. When, yeah. I, when, when we post it on whatever various outlets we'll, we'll be saying that because yeah because also even the voice i'm making is a voice from the movie from from an excellent performance from lupita nyango um so many people have seen it though i feel like by the time they're listening to it they'll, they'll know yeah so, i yeah. i only went to see it because i knew that we had to talk about it today mm-hmm. that's the only reason yeah i i, I, I was excited to see it i don't like scary movies mm-hmm. it turned out this movie i didn't think was that scary Mm-hmm. But well, yeah, no, it's not like jump scary in like a lot of in ways that like a lot of other horror movies nowadays are. I was at I was at a I was at a birthday party the other day, and there were some young kids playing hide and go seek in the dark, and I was just like, I would like walk next to them without you know real tiptoeing, real nice like a ninja, and go into their ear and go, run. <laughs> Or run, which which apparently scares the shit out of eight year olds. It's wonderful. Hmm. One time when I was really little, guys or not a guy, he was like a kid who was like a few years older than me, screamed in my ear. Why? I don't really know. I think he thought it was funny. <laughs> that actually really hurts when someone's like right that like it. It really really hurts. Yeah, it wasn't fun. No. <laughs> that's what that, that's typical older kid. Yeah. Kid shit. Yeah. Unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, back to us though. Speaking of the yeah. the voice, uh, it was kind of funny. Well, I want actually to to stop you for a second. Sure. Speaking of screaming in one's ear, the reason uh, what's surprising about the genius of Brian Wilson of the Beach Boys is that his father one time to wake him up just put a gun next to his pillow and shot it and made him deaf in one ear. Oh, so, God. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah, sounds about right. Yeah, his dad, dad yeah. His dad, his, is dad on, his, dad, his dad was on that Joe Jackson, uh, R. Kelly yeah. father of the year team. Yeah, he was. Um, uh, oh, it, the actor, I forgot his name. He's in... Paul Dano played Brian Wilson in a yeah, movie but the, as did John Cusack. Yeah, the... Um, He's he's in he's the Colin Farrell's friend in Killing of a Sacred Deer. He's one of the guys that goes oh. to hunt Michael Shannon's son in uh, the the Space Boy movie. I forgot yeah. his name, but he does a really good job. He he's only in one scene, but he gives off the air that like oh he was not a good father. He was pretty terrible, just in that one you know in that one. But I'm sorry, but 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 go ahead. So it's truly amazing that that Brian Wilson was able to come up with all this music with only the, the ability of one ear. So I'm sorry to interrupt you, Jared. I just thought it was a cool little tidbit. No, that's like a really interesting fact. I didn't know that. Yeah. And so, and if you have kids, guys, like you know, you know, maybe sometimes you have to smack smack them on the on the wrist, or you know, tell them don't do that. Like, uh, what's his face and hold the dark. Stop, stop it. doing the stop. No, it. just said stop it. Stop right, it. Just, stop. All right, I'll stop shooting. Okay. Uh, but Wait, yeah. going back to I don't want to get all scatterbrained, but when I went to go see that, like that Brian Wilson movie, ra- again, Radiohead song, yes. scatterbrained. When I went to go see that that John Wilson movie in Bam, the part where Paul Giamatti smacks the hamburger out of John Cusack's hand because he's like hungry. No, Brian Wilson, Wilson. John Wilson. Brian Wilson. Yeah, John not, Wilson. not John Wilson. John yeah, Wilson sorry. is our friend who sorry. makes uh, yeah. documentary yes. films. 
it, it made me laugh really loud, and people turned around and, and were upset. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's cool. Um, <laughs> people listening will never know what you just told me. Yeah, I whispered in your ear, baby. Yeah. Don't don't say that at the end of it. But, Why? But us. I'm, I'm, I'm oh, right. Because I do have, I have quite a bit to say um, uh, about it. So I guess I. This, this is maybe more of a specific point than like a launch out, launching point. Yeah, but yeah. like... The one of the things that like stuck out to me, like her voice, like I thought like was really effective, and then like reading about it, like what I guess it's like based off like an actual like thing, like condition or or whatever, like a uh uh her the way like like um she spoke like as mm-hmm. like uh, red or yeah. I think is red or, or I mean you know uh, uh which was awesome, but then it, it just made it really funny to me that. Tim Heidecker was in it too because that voice did kind of give me flashbacks to uh, um, oh god what's a- Angel Boy is that the Tim and Ray? oh my god yeah Angel Boy <laughs> which is in season one and two because there's a whole did, did you right. see season two of Bedtime Stories yeah, yeah there's a whole two parter with yeah, yeah. A- Angel Boy is a I really Angel Boy is great I really enjoyed seeing Gotta Tim Heidecker show show up I don't watch trailers so I had all I knew was that the loonies were happy that's mm. all i knew sure um and to give a little context for the nine people that are listening that like spoilers who haven't seen this movie um it's a film about this young family who goes on a vacation uh the the mother of the family had an experience in the 80s that slowly over the course of the movie you find out really what it's going on <clears throat> and then one night these doppelgangers who are who are messed up versions of themselves show up to take their rightful place and then it turns out that it's like an attack on the earth by these by what we yeah. later find out to be like shadow version people of the world and only one person can talk and you wonder why and then and eventually I mean I called that shit I call. I called. I called the plot twist. Didn't, but it didn't surprise me when it happened. And also, yeah. the, going back to the little speak thing, I, that just obviously, you know, she was choked. And yeah, it's like the remnants of her yeah. being choked. I'm not saying I'm not. Yeah, I'm saying that. Like I, I'm just saying that. Like I just thought of that when it sort of first when she first started speaking. But then you know, as the film progressed, I was like, I, I sort of went back into it. Like I wasn't like. It, that wasn't like a deal breaker for me. Like, and again, I think she did a fantastic sure. job. It was just a funny coincidence that not only does it sound like the Angel Boy voice, but also yeah. Tim Heidecker is in it. Yeah, Scotty, Scotty the Angel Boy. Yeah, <laughs> hi, Mister S. So I thought I thought the acting was really good. The music was really good. Yeah, the cinematography was great, and I don't think it's a bad movie. I think it's a victim of its own hype. Like people are just like, this is this is this is horror reinvented, and this is yeah. the greatest horror film ever made. And to me, or Jordan Peele has surpassed Hitchcock, or he's the Black Hitchcock, or just like quotes like that. Or, or really... people, or people calling Jordan Peele a visionary director. And in my opinion, I think Jordan Peele is very talented. Yeah. I think you need to make more than one film to be a visionary I, director. I, I don't know. Um, and I guarantee you he's not done and I guarantee he's not done making movies that are good. I just thought it was it was it was just it was fine. It was regular. Um 
I, I thought the stuff that was happening behind the scenes was stuff that I wanted to know. Like, like why were they in that basement with the rabbits? How did they create this shadow realm? How did they figure out, like, oh, let's take over the world by just putting our hands around the world and just, like, these evil versions of children... And I, yeah, I just had I I don't I had to watch that movie in the in the afternoon because I don't sleep good after watching those movies if I watch them at night. I watched Hereditary with you that one time. That's true. And I was yeah. up for hours. Yeah. It's yeah. um. Yeah, I'm sorry, but no, I was just, I was just gonna say that I guess I guess I I sort of take that element of the movie. I don't take it maybe as literally like I I. I do you get that there are logical issues or whatever that like it doesn't quite make a whole lot of sense if you're trying to think about it like super literally but like or super realistically but like at the same time you know get out like the whole brain yeah it's a, i mean a lot of movies like that like you, you can't get i guess too caught up in that or you'll just drive yourself crazy i mean i thought yeah. that there were little nice hints at how you know mm-hmm. For example, so for those who, I don't know if everyone's, if everyone has seen Climax both in the room uh, right now and listening, yeah. but the movie opens, it totally does a Climax opening where like you have a television and on each side, just like with Gaspar Noé, oh, there, I gotta say, okay, there's sorry. like, there's like books and VHSs and CDs of like, oh, this is what inspired this. And there's very much but, like that at, at the all, beginning. It's of. all Chingy albums. <laughs> Yeah, Daddy's Angel. Probably should have asked or mentioned when I I got to the to the theater like maybe two minutes late, mm-hmm. so I missed like the opening show. Oh, oh, well, I've heard it's like they they play a Hands Across America commercial and then yes, like a yeah. Santa Cruz commercial and yeah. then it just cuts to Young mm-hmm. Lupita Nyong'o yeah. in the. But what ties into one of the main movies that you see on the side of the television? There's there's this little Check. like. Exactly, because there's a scene mm-hmm. where they're like listening to some news report, and like they're coming from the sewers, and that's what Chud's and also, about. And also, the first, the first, like, the first thing the movie says is it talks about how many tunnels there are in the world. Right, right. And I read about that. Yeah, there was a back in the days, New York Press, which was like uh, a weekly newspaper that competed with the Village Voice. Had had an April Fool's issue that was dedicated to Chuds and how they were taking over, and it was written really well. It was written by like like good writers, and I was getting freaked the fuck out <laughs> until I was like, "Oh, it's April first. This is what we do on April first, man." I used to be such a little shit on April first. Like call my mom, be like, "Oh, I got someone pregnant," or like, "I'm in jail." Or, oh just, man. Yeah, you know, like I'm, you know, I'm just a little shit sometimes, man. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Like, ah, uh, Gasper, no, that's a no for me. You're not like Climax? I just don't like his movies. I don't, I'm just like, I'm just not that into it. That's that's just my, pr- I don't even think, I don't even really like Irreversible. I, yeah, see, I like, I like, I like I, well, I stand, I hate being that guy, like his first movie's really, but like, I Stand Alone is, is a really, really I good movie. That's the one yeah. I, I haven't seen. I it's stand the prequel alone to, I haven't seen Love. Air quote, prequel to Irreversible. Because oh. the guy, so in Irreversible, the Oh, right, the starts, first scene of that, it's, that's it's his the, story. That's him, yeah. It's the same actor, yeah. too. And there's also yeah. his student short film called The Butcher. 
is same who was character. made in like the early 90s it's the same actor like that mm-hmm. he's worked with for those so it's, it's like an unofficial trilogy it's hard to track down i think it was on like 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 ebombs world back in the day you could actually see the butcher on mm-hmm. on, on ebombs because that, that that's right I, I used to go to watch it um mm-hmm. until that became like a weird all all right neo-nazi type yeah. spot yeah e- e- yeah yeah, e- Ebon's world is something. With, with climax though, it could have just been a. Sh- I just like because I like classic warp, electronic like golden era warp music. There's like a lot of Aphex Twin, Autech, mm-hmm. Square Pusher, like yeah. in, in that whole opening dance medley. But as the movie goes on, it's just kind of like eh. And then also this whole like, I think you're lying when you say it's based on a true story. Like there's no like record or like document. Well, yeah, he, it's like it's like, one of those where where I think there may have been an event similar where in the 90s where there's a dance yeah and i'm sure yeah maybe it got partying spiked, and spiked with lsd yeah but i think the events of the movie are, are you know the movie sure, sure. I, I actually yeah, really the, i i really enjoyed it mm-hmm. like I, I had a really good or you know good experience like i had a i was very like wrapped up in it when i was like watching mm-hmm. like it just it for me it grabbed me and i think it could just be that I'm a sucker for that kind of, like, filmmaking or that kind of, like, cinematography. Where, I mean, he knows what he's doing. It's, like, yeah. from the... I mean, he's always the whole... The seizure-inducing lights, the um, mm-hmm. the music, yeah. the audio, like, the shocking stuff. I mean, there's, it's funny. I mean, I guess you haven't seen it. I'm not... I'm not really spoiling anything, Wait, but, what, but what like, movie? but there's a scene in I Stand Alone where a guy punches his pregnant wife, and it's, like, you know, 20 years... Well, 21 years later... We you know oh, you, right, you see that moment in the climax. In, 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 yeah. in climax. Um, what, but what about like so like like Enter the Void or Love? What Enter the Void. I haven't seen Love yet. Um, okay. Enter it's, the Void was my first Gaspar Noé mm-hmm. film, and I, I watched it. Love I think, was like whatever. Kind of yeah. That's I was trying to be I, nice about it. I've, I've heard I've heard that about Love. Yeah. There were uh, parts of it that were fine. I I don't. I mean, Ray Goddess and and the Danish director are rare people that have been able to use, in my opinion, unsimulated sex in a way that does that feels like it is a good part of the story. Sure. Even if it's a little rough in uh, Heaven or whatever. Battle in Heaven. Battle in Heaven. Yeah. You know, I but would that movie be better? Would that movie be that different without those sex scenes? The sex scenes with the very pretty girl with the dreads? Yeah. Probably unnecessary. The sex scene that happened with, like, the regular Oh, with people, him and his wife. That, yeah. that was beautiful. Well, that's like... A, you saw Hapon, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's like this guy... Well, he's, a, he's an older guy himself, but he has sex with this, like, 90-year-old woman, and, like, they really did have sex. And there is something beautiful about how that scene is filmed. Mm-hmm. So what's it, what's going on in your life, Jared? I haven't seen you in a month of Sundays. What are you yeah. doing? Uh, well, I am heading back to class tomorrow. I was on break this past week, although admittedly I didn't quite feel like a break just because I had health things and then also just a lot of classwork that I ended up having to do. Oh, man. Uh, but, it, you know, I got to be home for a week, got to spend time with my cats. That's cool. It was fine. Uh <laughs> But um, uh, but what have you? 
So one one of the main what? reasons, besides just talking about us, one of the reasons I wanted to have you back on mm-hmm. is too is like you're you're very open about chronicling like what you've been watching. Oh uh, yeah, you know, that's what we want to you know. know. You want to know what I've been watching? What I've uh, what I just watched. I mean, we do uh, want to know how you've been. Obviously, right, right, obviously right. We care yeah. about you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I watched uh, Brawl and Cell Block '99. Oh my god! Ago. Yo, I, yo, Whoa, I watched we that last talking, night. We, I've I'd already seen it, but he sent me a video. See the scene of Vince Vaughn punching the car. car. But that guy, but but like Craig Zoller, he's come up a lot recently. Yeah. Okay, so just yesterday, uh, the most frequent guest on our our mutual friend and Tumay Gant, we were texting back and forth. I'm not a fan of that filmmaker. Like as a person, he's a he's a piece of work. He's he's very open about how. This is what I post this morning. (laughs) Yeah. And it's uh. I guess I want to know like what do you yeah what so what did I think of it. I thought it was. I liked it. Mm-hmm. I I I guess the pacing uh, I had to kind of get accustomed to. Yeah. Uh, it was a little. It was like off. There was like certain actions, certain lines of dialogue. It was a little dry. I don't necessarily mean that in an insulting way. Maybe dry is not the word. Just like no. I I think dry a little cold. Like, yeah, like I, pacing, I, def- like I did get a very cold feeling from the movie. Yeah. I also I think it was a little interesting because. I watched it the day after I had to watch, or for me, rewatch uh, Shawshank Redemption and mm-hmm. then read about like it for one Basically of the classes. Basically the same movie. <laughs> and so it was just different going from like one prison movie to like another that's, you know, completely different, right. uh, uh, just totally pace, pace, pacing-wise as well. Yeah. Um, not to compare the two or say one's better than the other or whatever, but... I will say... Shawshank Redemption Uh is better than Brawl and Cell Black 99. I guess. I I don't know. I I feel like I've watched Brawl and Cell Black 99 over Shawshank. You don't like... There are scenes in Brawl and Cell Block 99 that I would do. I, I, I probably would... I enjoyed, like, the Lexi Alexander level of brutal violence. Sure. What's she up to? Tweeting. Well, I know, yeah. Oh, the last movie he did was Bone Tomahawk. Yeah, no. No. Well, well no, he's got he's got a new one out. Dragged Across Congo. Right? Oh, yeah. Boy. I almost want to see that movie. My, she doesn't Mel, work. Mel, Mel Gibson, Vince Vaughn. Yeah. Michael J. White, which is Tony, Tori Kittles, and Laurie Holden. Yeah. Ooh, I don't know about that one, though. Yeah. My, my, um, what's it called? My um my girlfriend she no longer works for Lionsgate but she had seen Drag Across Concrete a while before it came out and she was just like yeah babe you don't want to you I don't think you want to see this movie it's very it's very upsetting it's just these like angry racist cops and they're like the good guys yeah it's, that's what I've heard but but read oh no go ahead be on hello hello Prisca hi sorry I didn't know if you was recording oh. we are recording what do you need I just need my jacket from behind you is this your laptop nope. What's your favorite movie of the year? Um, if Jill, John Street could talk, if Bill Street could talk. And what did you think about us? <laughs> incredible. Why was it incredible? It was well crafted. It's gorgeous. The thing that I I just didn't like the ending. What? Oh, this is a spoiler episode. So what yeah. did you not like about the ending? I didn't like that they told us that, that about the switch. I don't think that we needed to know about the switch. Because it was obvious, right? Yeah, and also... also it wasn't it was obvious like, to me. It wasn't but obvious, but it made sense but when it, it happened. It made... Uh, I just think that it was, like, over-explaining, and I didn't need that much explanation. Like, why we gotta mansplain the movies? 
Okay, he's leaving four minutes. Okay, yeah. Um, why have we got a man's play at the meeting? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know why they need to hold everything over our head. Like, I was fine until they did that little flashback. And I was like, this is fucking... But it was, so I was at the Alpine Cinema where there was someone describing everything that was happening as it was happening, which is always oh, lovely. No. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, she's one of them. Oh, I she like that. Wait, are you That's what I'm saying. I, I actually they're, they're, like it's yeah. like I feel like it That's depends. That's what scary movie we want to. What? What's I mean, the question, Prisca? I'm, I'm fine. No, no, ask. Ask. No, the podcast listeners want to know. What? There was no need for the last for that explanation. I was good until the last five minutes of the movie. I, I yeah, I thought it was unnecessary, but it was fine. I like that. Like, there's uncertainty, and that the world's probably about to end. Yeah, I mean, it should. Yeah. And it's going to end with a bang, not a whimper. So fuck you, T.S. Eliot. Fuck you, T.S. Eliot. Also, it's almost April is the coolest month. You know that, right? Why? Why, why is it cruel? What is Ask T.S. Eliot. Yeah. Oh, April I is the coolest oh, month oh, with it's something oh. and it's something and it's something. Oh. Well, Priska, thank oh. you for being on the show. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no, we're totally recording. This is... You're not recording. No, yeah, we, we totally are. are. Well, I'm happy to be here. It's nice to make your acquaintance right. and go I'll see say. us. Hi. Yeah. Bye. That actually does, so, that does bring us back. No, that gives, that the, gives uh, us a lot of, you know, some people like us. Some people yeah. don't like the ending. I mean, yeah, I thought, I mean, I thought, I, 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 I was not trying to predict anything while I was watching it. it yeah, so. that. So I think that's why, like, I wasn't, and then when it happened, it was just like, oh, I wasn't like, oh my Did God, you, my mind's going, but I was but like, yo, oh, like, oh yeah, that, that's, and that makes sense. That's why she was the only one who spoke. That's why she yeah. had trouble speaking. In that's why she didn't want to go to the beach, and she was yeah. like, "Oh, I'm gonna get expo- I'm gonna get exposed." And, and it's also like back. why she in those times like got out of the car and was almost like treating the the other the like the the shadow kids like they were like her own. Yeah, right. Like that, you know, or like the scene with her and the, the shadow daughter on the in the woods on the, when she's like impaled on the tree or whatever, dying. And, yeah. There's like that moment where you think she's gonna like finish her, but then she but doesn't. No, yeah. she. That was that was when I was like, oh, that was that was the scene where I was like, oh, that's the person. But I thought it was. A, I thought they had switched at the house, not that they had switched in the eighties. Yeah. Oh but no, I, I did, no. But I knew something oh. was afoot. Mm. I knew something mm-hmm. was afoot. At the same time, I do want to rewatch the movie, just knowing that, like having that in the back of my head, that like it's the other one the entire time, and just like. Then, like, you know, then I'll be able to, like, pick apart more of the subtleties. It, it's do you, do you think there's people or, that that watch The Usual Suspects and go, I wonder if Rob will have, ever find out who Kaiser Soze is? Probably the guy who, when I went to go see Creed, <laughs> midway into the movie, like, when, <laughs> when this guy tells Sylvester Stallone... I'm Apollo Creed's son, and then this guy, this really happened, this guy in the theater goes, oh, wow, and then the whole theater started laughing. <laughs> True story, it really happened. Um, I was going to say, I want to go back, I don't, sure, it's one of those movies you go back and watch. I just remember what, what made me so defiant for a second, and I think we're going to get into this, is just like the fandom around it, because when the trailer dropped, there were a bunch of like dissections of, of the trailer, and I remember one that got me so upset was just like, because there's a scene in the movie also in the trailer where it's like, put your shoes on and then like this one woman wrote this whole crazy oh, no. thing about how like we all know in black household people take take their shoes off so you know something's about to go down it's like what like asian most household like take your shoes off and also in my household which is a black household my parents didn't care i had my shoes on 
the whole time. I never took my shoes off. So I, I, it's, just, it's little I, things I, like I think that. Well, I, I guess I, I'm not sure. I, I just think that that's more just indicative of just the sort of culture that we're in right now. It's like sure. I think also like it, like at this point, I, it's also I think it's why I like avoiding promotional material or trailers, posters, sure. whatever. Sure. I like. I don't online. watch. I don't watch trailers. Uh, when I got to the Alpine, it was 20 minutes late, so they didn't show any trailers. So I was excited because I know people have been talking about the Avengers End Night trailer, and I don't want to watch that shit. I'm End gonna because I'm, I call it End Night. End that's, Night Shyamalan. That's just what I want to call it. End Night Because it's very Perfect. 90s End Night. That's what I want to call it, man. Night. Um, and they so, like obviously I'm gonna see that movie. I don't want to know what's going on. It's gonna be three hours long, which is a little oh, pushing, yeah. pushing, you know. How long was was Post Tenebris Lux? Post Tenebris Lux, two hours forty minutes, something like that. That's how long all movies should be. His next movie is Carlos. Our, our our time is while it's fantastic. It's like three hours and ten minutes. Three hours, so so minutes. more like hour time. It's like four hour time. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. I said it. Yeah. So what else you've been peeping? What else you've been liking? Uh, Gene Gilman. Well, uh, Shank Redemption. Um, <laughs> was that your first time? No, I, I, first time in a little while. Uh, mm-hmm. Still really like it a lot. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, uh, uh, that's a movie where, you know, it's number one user rating on IMDb. Uh, mm-hmm. I question that. But I mean, as a film, it it's like, I think it's, you know, really well put together. And it's, it's a two and a half hour long film that, to me, like doesn't feel that long at all and i think it's you know it's in part to like the editing and the cinematography right and the performances were all just so top-notch mm-hmm. uh and it that you know i think it does a really good job of just engrossing you in this guy's story mm-hmm. and, and, and his experience uh and i mean yeah it's a bit hokey and, and there's some cheesy bits i guess but like it's hokey bad no, not all the time. Yeah, not all the time. Depends. Not all like, the time. The, like, the straight story is kind of hokey, and it's a wonderful film. I haven't seen it yet. Wait, what do you think is... What's hokey? I'm just curious. It's like not a, saying it's, it's not. Like, it's just like a guy on a tractor. That's hokey. But it's really minimal. I'm, I'm take, take David Lynch, because the whole thing about that movie is like, this is actually... David, wait, it kind of is. This is David Lynch's weirdest movie, because it's super, super straightforward. <laughs> But it's like I didn't see it's it's really stripped down. I don't really think of it outside of it taking place in Wisconsin. I don't know if it's that. I don't know if it's that. If, if I don't that, know. It's, it's like it's a. Uh, it's got like a. It's got like a hook. Yeah, which is like it's this guy. Yeah, traveling on a tractor. To see his his, his dying brother, basically. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah I guess it's a sequel to Barry Lyndon. <laughs> Jesus. I guess, well, maybe it's more, like, you know, when there's a lot of music going on in a scene, or, like, when it's just, like, when you feel, like, the point, or the emotions, or at least for me, the way I define, like, cheesy or hokey is, like, when I feel like it's too much, or, or for what they're going for, or for, like, the intended effect. Right. Like, if a scene has music that probably could have been stronger without it, or, or maybe, I don't know, like, it, it too much like the acting might be a little bit like overdone or, or you know that mm-hmm. kind of thing I shouldn't say this as a person who scores for film but movies have too much music I agree we've I said, said this it. before I said you, it you've said it before I, I definitely agree like I'll, I'll watch I'll watch comedy movies and I'm like why is there weird salsa in the back <laughs> 
or just like you know um and then I'll want to be excited about it and it'll just go too hard like you saw the movie Hannah which is now an Amazon series yeah like, but like not since it was in theaters like the Chemical Brothers did the soundtrack and I was like this is gonna be mad dope but it was just like I liked it it was I fine. remember liking it. I remember I mean I, I obviously that that trailer song I, I still think it was a lot of fun mm. Uh, I also think it's in how you use it because I feel yeah. like <clears throat> it's this because I you know there was this whole big deal about like when Air did the score for Virgin Suicides but that I was don't the think best part of that movie that, and I was gonna exactly and it doesn't like overtake the 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 film it's just kind of like it's just kind of there but that's that t- that's that type of music I think sometimes like Chemical Brothers but it are, didn't make sense <clears throat> in the movie but the music was fantastic. What didn't make sense in the movie? Like, the music was... It didn't in make, which movie? In yeah. Virgin Suicides. I thought it went perfectly. I haven't mm, seen it don't? yet. Mm. Oh, wow. Huh. I'm, I, I'm not a gigantic Sofia Coppola fan. I'm not a I hater. Guess, no, fair I'm enough. not a hater. Like, I just... Especially after seeing The Beguiled. I, that's the only I one I've seen. Like oh, I, no. I, I, I loved how it looked. I loved... Oh, that's true. I just think... Have you seen the original... I yeah, don't, I don't think and it's, that's there's a, just certain things left. That, it's just I don't think that's a that's like I, I don't think that's word. a good representation of her work. That's sure. like seeing like that's like seeing the Adam Driver Martin Scorsese movie with the priests and saying I've seen Martin Scorsese movies. You know what I mean? At the same time, I did really. I I also really like Silence. Yeah. I mean, that was what I just said, wasn't it? Isn't that the movie? Yeah. Yeah. But I'm saying it's not... Right, oh, like, I get what you mean. Like, it's, it's, not, it's not... It's not... Yeah. It's like me Sorry, trying to get you into rap music and giving you, like, Gift of Gab's second solo album. Right. It's It's just... It's just right, not right. a... It's just not a... Uh, accurate representation. Right, not yeah. Not to say there's anything wrong with right, it. Right, 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 right. It's just not accurate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but, you know... That's funny, because I... It's a little different, but I gave a co-worker a long time ago, Black Delicious... CD to be safe like they had it because it was one of those things to be safe like here it's like, oh, I feel so bad safe like it's non-threatening it's I totally played into that him, nonsense like it's not him, bitches and hoes rap like to listen first, to this gave him the first Ozo Motley album no, okay, I'm not I'm not I mean I'm from Amherst but I'm not that earthy crunchy um, Charlie Tunis is now from Amherst no I'm just saying oh you Ozo Motley was like anytime Ozo Motley came to Amherst they sold out like that's the kind of town I'm from it's just a lot of white people with dreads. Like, that's Amherst. Shout out to Jane Maskus, Uma Thurman, and Emily Dickinson. But, um, yeah. It's just that kind of, uh, it's that kind of place. But what, well, I'm sorry, but go back to, to, to what, 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 what were we talking about before, though? Uh, shit. Um, it was like Silence, Scorsese. Beguiled. The, yeah, oh, oh, beguiled. just the Beguiled being a representation. It's funny because it's not a representation of like her best, but at the same time, her politics. The Beguiled is, is very much a representation of what Sophie Coppola is trying to, has been le- leading up to. Um, mm. It's interesting. I hate kind of being a man and saying this, but I always felt like Somewhere is her best movie because that's like the only. There's yeah, elements no, of Bling it. No, Ring was I. <clears throat> I just think it's like. No, what was oh, what was, was Francis Ford Coppola's granddaughter's movie with James Franco? Palo Alto. Palo Alto. Yeah, that was I good. Seen it yet. Yeah. It's very sophocopia. Sophilocopia. I just think that's, some, that's racist. What? To say it's very sophocopia. It's a, it's its own movie. Movies don't borrow styles from other filmmakers that they're especially that they're related to. 
I'm just saying. But what I'm saying is like what so, are, what somewhere. Are you, what are you saying? Somewhere is interesting because it's like her. It's like about it's it's her only movie that's like about a man. It's like a, like the mm. man is, is the right. man. Like she kind of you know it's you know. Other than that, it's just it's her theme in any other movie. It's just like it's so tough being a privileged woman, specifically a privileged yeah, white Mary, woman. Mary Antoinette, uh, Lost in Translation. Virgin suicides. Um, Virgin suicides. Bling ring. Yeah, it's it's about it's about uh, white female privilege. As my friend Chris Runderberg sure. says, I mean, it's so I, hard to be a princess. Is is is, is well, her genre? Well, the thing is, you know, they did commit suicide. They, right. they were beheaded. Like, you know, maybe it is hard to be a princess. Being part of the privileged class and still being part of the underclass is probably difficult. Yeah. So I'm not just going to dismiss all of that. Well, no, that's I like just, um, I just don't like. That's not why I don't love her movies. Mm. Um, Virgin Suicides. Um, I just remember watching it and just feeling numb. Mm. Mm. Uncomfortably numb, mm. like the opposite of the Pink Floyd song. Do you like Pink Floyd? Yeah, I I need to listen to more of their music other than the their two you know super famous albums. Mm-hmm. Bad and um, ready to die. No. <laughs> uh, the wall and um, the the shit. Uh, dark side of the moon. I love using the opportunity anytime. Older people get really mad at me. When I went to Coachella uh, in two thousand eight, Roger Waters closed out the last night, and I decided to go between Murs and Chromio, and all the older people, like my dad or like anyone like forty something and up, like wait what? Because it's just not my kind of music, and I just love the fact that like this like this like o- opportunity to see oh he was doing a version of the wall. It was like this whole audio visual thing. Mm. Like I remember I would look behind me sometimes and like see it from far away, but it was just it's such a like my my age like now nah, I wanted to go see Murs and and, and Chromio uh, performance. Yeah, I was, Waters. I was at a friend's place like the other day, and like they were playing. Uh, different Pink Floyd album and I was like listening to it I was like really liking it Saucer Full of Secrets is wonderful Um, what's the first album with Sid Barrett man that shit is so good wrong guy to ask a lot of the music after after Sid Barrett left was all about the the absence of Sid Barrett who he just took too much he just took too much LSD and never really recovered and Mm -hmm. would occasionally make music that was um, really quite good. Sometimes it's like like little bursts of genius, like Captain Beefheart or something. Just like like someone who just had had a lot of difficulty. But Piper it's at the Gates of Dawn. It's nothing like Pink Floyd's other work, but it's it's wonderful. It's fantastic. So, what other movies you've been watching? Uh, can I do the 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 I guess millennial or Gen Z thing and pull out my phone and check. Of course. You're not Gen Z. I uh, am. No, Marcus and I are Gen, are Gen Z. Or are we Gen Y? No, you're Gen- Generation Y. We're Generation okay. Y. Yeah. I'm okay with you calling yourself Gen Z. I think millennial is a term that's been used to make young people mm-hmm. seem lazy and un- unable to be part of the world. Well, I think... Yeah, there's such a negative think, tinge to millennials. There's yeah. Like baby boomers and Gen X didn't... Like, yeah, you got Bluetooth headphones, but I got Bluetooth headphones, too. So do I. No, you got AirPods. Those are not Bluetooth. That's some other shit. I talk on oh, the phone yeah. with them. Watch. That's not Bluetooth, yeah. though. 
I'm confused. What it's is, a different type of technology. We don't need to get into it. All right. Actually, I do have a couple. I do have a couple things uh, that I just remembered. Uh, or one, I just remembered. Two, I just saw because I looked at my phone. Uh, one pie. Uh, ah, the okay. Darren Aronofsky mm-hmm. uh, movie. That was a very interesting watch. Is that the movie about people that like to sit on cake sexually? Yes. That's a ghost story. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Uh, yeah, no, this is the one where the guy goes drive himself insane because he's trying to figure out, like, if, or he's trying to figure out, like, the stock market because he believes that, like, the, the, everything is, you know, connected via numbers and patterns are everywhere. And he's also, like, suffering from, like, these, like, awful, awful headaches that are, like, I guess it's, like, an actual thing where you can, like, get these headaches that, like, make you want to just kill yourself because of how bad That's a real thing. Yeah, he, like, blacks out. Yeah. He's, 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 uh, Darren Aronofsky is from Manhattan Beach, which is where my fiancé is from. Um, Went to the same high school as Marissa Tomei. Yep. And they ended up working together on uh, The Wrestler. Wrestler is a great movie. Yeah, Pie, Pie is... Pie is a very solid debut film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good. Just like film. very, uh, just all out. In the stereotypical way, there's some student films that are good, but when you think of like the negative tinge of student film, there are some elements. I mean, yeah, no, it does. It, I, uh, I, I, yeah, Newlyweeds was technically a student film. I mean, well, that, that. that's what I'm saying. There's, I, I'm not speaking indefinite. There, there, there are definitely exceptions. Like, hey, man, Permanent Vacation is uh, a very standout. Uh, first film, uh, Jim Jarmusch's first film, mm-hmm. uh, Vacation, is really good. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, the, I mean, uh, when you're the, watching like Pi, you can tell, you can tell, you know, that it, you know it's a movie that's not made for very much. But I mean, I think that Donnie Brook was a film. It definitely was. But I, go ahead. I feel like for the story that he was trying to tell, like of just this one guy going insane, I thought it worked fine, mm-hmm. and I thought like the very grungy like. Super high contrast, right. like black and white. Yeah, no, it's like really cool. The the editor of that movie listens to this podcast. Of which movie? Donnie Brook. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'll figure it out. It's fine. Okay, I'll figure it out. It's fine. Uh, so I have not seen. I I that I think it's on my watch of the list. I've heard I've heard good things. I thought, or at least good early reviews. Uh, my my favorite scene in Pie is. Well, one, when... I just really like when he's walking up the stairs and the kids would just ask him calculator questions. Oh, that's, oh yeah. that is a really... Yeah, I, I, yeah. yeah. And the music was really good. And yeah. also, the last sentence of the movie is like, how are you feeling? Is like, pie. <laughs> no, how are you feeling? He turns over, he's eating pie. Yeah. Great. He's like, I'm, I'm great. Oh, you yeah. want some... Hey, hey, Jed, you ever had apple pie with, uh, with cheddar cheese? I have not. It's actually pretty oh, good. Oh, that is a thing. My that's dad used thing. to. Oh, my dad used to eat that. Yeah, that's old school. Yeah, my dad put me on too. Yeah. Rest in peace, our dads. Rest in peace, our dads. And and you you have a living dad who I follows us, follows us follows us on Twitter. He's a nice guy. Yeah. Oh yeah, he does. He do, yeah. He uh, will respond to my tweets every now and then. Yeah, and you're <laughs> like, I love you, dad. I hope. I, hope I, do, I do. I, I do. Hope, I just saw him like an hour ago. I, you <laughs> know, sure. I, I hope. I hope you give him a lot of hugs and and you know you're past the. The phase where you're embarrassed of your parents, and what was that? I hope you're past the phase where you're embarrassed of your parents. Uh, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. That's honest. So what else? Come uh, on, then okay. So then the uh, two other things that I, I think I should mention: uh, two TV shows that I, I sort of I watched the first se- or 
started watching one. I've finished season one of the other. Matlock? Uh, what? Matlock? No. Uh, one uh, is a British show called Utopia. Mm-hmm. Whoa, what's that about? It's like... It, oh, I don't. I haven't seen it, but I... Okay, I won't say it. too much about no, it. No, no, no. Because no, I, think, I think part of the fun is just watching it not knowing a whole lot. Okay. And just wa- seeing it unfold. But basically, it's about a group of people who happen to, like, read this, like, graphic novel thing that's, like, loaded with, like, conspiracies and, like, weird shit. Yeah. But also just I, a lot of, like, really yeah. cool art and, like... Yeah. They, you know, like, obviously they, they like it, and then they uh, uh, end up connecting with each other over, like, this, like, message board online, mm-hmm. and then, uh, uh, yeah, and then they end up meeting up, and then it turns out that there's this, the graphic novel somehow connected with this secret organization that have sent two people who've been looking for this person and just killing everyone in their, like, who... They come across. It, it's a kind of violent. I know that show. part was. Oh, okay. It's a, yeah, yeah, it's it, it's kind of violent. Um, I I watched it. I actually watched the first episode with my dad, and he hated it by the end of it. Wow. Um, but okay. then the uh, following day was my prep for the colonoscopy, mm-hmm. and uh, I guess I can get into that now. That I just said that, but basically, I was just feeling like shit. The, like by the end of the day, and my my dad was like, "Hey, do you want? We can just watch it if you want." And I was like, are you sure? I know you didn't really like that first episode. And he was like, yeah, it's okay. And so he ended up finishing the season. And I think he actually, like, really liked it. Like, mm-hmm. it, it it does start out kind of... It, it, it starts out very dark. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then as it progresses, you're sort of... Then you, I think, become more attached to, like, the characters and their journey. And then uh, it sort of becomes a bit more palatable. Um, but it's just... it's It's really well shot. Okay. It's, like, very colorful and, like, very, uh, just unique, uh, in, 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 in the way that it looks. And then also the soundtrack is great. It's just, like, weird, like, kind of, ele- it's just, like, weird, like, electronic-y. Mm-hmm. It does that kind of, like, weird electronic-y thing, but, like, I, I feel like the, the, the sounds and, like, the samples and the way that they're used are very interesting and, again, very, it just, it, again, it just increased my engagement, engagement. Okay. Uh, and then that, the other that's other what show. made the movie Dead Man's Shoes so good was the Aphex Twin Warp soundtrack. Yeah. And the yeah. other one. Uh, then the other one, I, I've only, I'm only two episodes in to it, but I'm really enjoying it. Is uh, Killing Eve. What is that? What, what's that again? It's uh, it's with Sandra O. Oh. It's like a BBC oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yep. mm-hmm. uh, show, and it's it's uh, really good so far. I'm I'm only two episodes in, but like I'm. I'm pretty into it. Mm-hmm. I, I, again, like I don't. Folks seem to like it. Yeah, it's like it, it, it's the characters are well written and it, it has kind of, it's it's funny, but it does the dark stuff. Or so far, it's done like the dark moments pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, again, without getting into too much detail, because I mean it is about a, a an assassin or like a hitman, mm-hmm. hit woman, or hitman who's a woman. Uh, and so there, there are parts that I found pretty enjoyable, just because it kind of reminded me of the game Hitman, which is a game I like playing. Uh, oh, I know that. I don't, uh, I don't play it, but I know what it. Yeah. There were moments that I got like flashes of that game, and they were pretty fun. Oh. Um, but then also, just again, I think the writing is it's it's is very like uh, snappy and like a not in like an annoying way, but like in a, a I don't know not. 
like and just like a fun way or you know sure uh but so yeah that that's what i've been watching i'm trying to let me see if there's anything else i watched slither that was that was fun oh wow i haven't uh, seen the movie in a minute wow I've okay. really been enjoying. Uh, I really enjoyed most of the Umbrella Academy. Oh, I haven't watched that yet. Oh, okay. I'm. It's just. About it. It's just pretty much. Vince like, Staples tweets about it a lot. So it's. It's, it's showing. Makes me want to watch it. It's basically saying like, all right, we don't need you, Marvel. Like we like they're just making their own superhero stuff. It's high production quality. I like. I really enjoyed it up until the last episode. The last episode was like whatever. It's just like. Mm, I didn't buy it. Sometimes it's hard to do this without being spoilery, but I'm going to do my best. Um, sometimes it's very hard to like really make the heel turn work. Yeah. Like okay. when a good character oh, becomes right, right. the big bad, you're like, mm. uh, right. <clears throat> like mm. Yeah, it's a difficult thing to pull off for sure. Yeah. Hey, no one did it as good as Bret Hart Survivor Series '97. That was, it was yeah. a double turn. It was Bret Hart became Bret Hart went in as the good guy, Steve Austin went in as the bad guy. By the end of the match, it had, it had, it had reversed. But Yo, not today, but we need to do an episode about fucking um, uh, wrestling court because you were telling me about this stuff. Yeah, wrestling and court. It's, it's incredible. And you're I'm, not a, you're not a pro wrestler guy, are you? Yeah. Well, even if you're not, yeah, so basically for those who are listening, yeah, I think that's a good idea. But basically, wrestler's court is in real life, outside of the ring, when a wrestler does something stupid on the road, or, or in the locker room, or something like that. Um, the older veteran wrestlers uh, are kind of like the judge, jury, and executioner, and then these like younger, or the wrestler that screwed up has to like be punished in, in some kind of like fret, fret, fret kind of way. And there's some legendary ones, and I think yeah, I think we'll get into that because I gotta, I'm 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 big into that stuff. So, yeah. <clears throat> what are you? So going back to you, Jared. What? What like what? What's on the docket though? Like what are you, like what are you definitely? Like, these are the next couple of things I'm absolutely oh, okay, going to theaters? be watching. Uh, yeah. Or just or no, or in theaters, or or that you just want to watch. No, it doesn't be in theaters. Well, anything. I mean anything. I feel like when it's a movie that's not in theaters, usually I decide to watch it, like, right when I decide to watch it. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, if, like, because I just have so many films on my watch list that of course. it would take forever to go through all of them. But, yeah. like, next film that I'm, like, dying to see that's coming out. Because there are other movies that are coming out that I will see. Mm-hmm. Um, because, I, you know, they look like they might be fun. But, like, I guess... Yeah, I think the next big one that I'm super stoked for is... Um, Long Day's Journey Into Night. What's that? It's uh, uh, the second movie from uh, this director. Uh, Is it based off of the, the French no, novel? Not that I know of. I don't think so. Uh, but it, he's this guy. His name is um, uh, Gan B or B Gan. I'm not sure which one mm. the order. Okay. Uh, but his first movie was a movie called Kaili Blues. Mm-hmm. came out in 2015 or 2016. Okay. Uh and it's just like really I haven't watched it in a little while I want to rewatch it because it, it's it, it, it without what I will say midway through the movie there's a, a it does like one of those like extended take things but like it's really impressive just considering that it, okay. A it's this guy's first movie sure. B it was made for probably like who knows how much money mm. and yet it's this shot that like spans 
several like or maybe not several miles but like a long distance where you can tell like the amount of coordination and timing and like everyone involved had to be like just right for it to work and yeah. it works <clears throat> wow and uh okay uh, it's like one of those for me at least it was like one of those moments that like made me be like oh this is like great i don't eat like the story could be for, i don't know maybe for me like that kind of thing where where if a film can do something like that really well i feel like that's like enough to win me over right uh okay. but anyway uh yeah kylie blues was, uh, i need to rewatch but it was it was really good i don't really remember the story that's kind of why i'm dancing around it mm, sure. uh, <laughs> i just remember that one shot mm-hmm. um but he has it so it's a new one i don't know what it's about uh but it also has like a a a similar thing where midway through it has this like extremely crazy like extended take this time it's in 3d oh wow at least that one shot is i don't know about the rest of the movie okay and so i think what had happened to you was that um when it premiered in in uh, china it i guess the marketing for it made it out to be this like epic or this this like this maybe like a mystery character action whatever thing more mainstream kind of movie because it is like an art film like it is like slow paced the like or from what the little i know if from what i know about like you know yeah uh it's you know not like a mainstream movie but like everyone wants to go see it and it did really well like box office wise but most people didn't like it because it you know wasn't what they thought it was gonna uh, be it's like one of those okay. things sure uh, but I still really want to see it just because I love seeing those kinds of things when they're done really well. Uh, but uh, yeah, so then there's that. Uh, I'm probably going to see High Life again. Uh, oh, that's right. You saw out. it. Okay. I saw it, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's the movie to beat for 2019, in my opinion, but we all know how biased I am towards, towards Miss Denis. The Robert Pattinson. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Claire Denis. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, I know it didn't get great reviews, but I still really want to see Under the Silver Lake. I yeah, heard, I want to see I, it. I heard it was quite up. good. Yeah. I uh, want to see it as well. What else is coming out? Um, the new Mike Lee's coming out. I think it's out, uh, or it's coming out too. Peter I think it's Lee. coming out. Peter Lee, yeah. It's cool. It's, it's definitely... Out. I don't... I've come to the realization he's, he, he, he's never made a bad movie, but I don't know if I like Mike Lee when he does period stuff. Hmm. Like... Everything is great. Like, well, like Mr. Turner, Topsy Turvy, Peter Lou. I think when he's like in in like the present day is when he's at his best. But it's still it's still good. But I, I there's something to say about that in that his last two movies, he's kind of stepped. I don't want to say out of his comfort zone because he he made Topsy Turvy. But for a long stretch of time, he'd been making like movies that took place in the now. So he's going back centuries, you know. So I guess I I, I kind of like that, but. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and then, uh, <clears throat> also, uh, want to see The Souvenir, which is a movie I don't know a whole lot about, but I just know that, like, when it, <clears throat> I think it premiered at, like, one of the best, it may have been Sundance or something, but, like, I think it, like, all the critics, at least, who saw it, like, absolutely adored it, so oh. now I'm just curious on that front. Um, also, Ad Astra, the What's James that? Gray space oh, movie. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Brightburn might be fun. Mm-hmm. Uh... What else? Um, now I'm going into the summer, pretty much. Um, and yeah, I'll see the new Tarantino. That I did not watch the trailer, but I'll see mm-hmm. it any, you know, because I don't watch trailers. But mm-hmm. uh, oh, of course, Midsummer. Yep. Uh, oh, yeah. That I'm gonna be right there for. Mm-hmm. The Mountain. 
Oh yeah, that's the the Rick Alverson. Yeah, God, I can't wait. I need but to watch more, more stills. Movies. Have finally showed up online. I, I found myself looking at them yesterday, just staring at them. Well, like, that's a movie I want to see for like two and a half years. Entertainment like, is on Netflix for like four more days. No, it's and as it's of like today. Four more it's hours. The twenty four. Yeah. <laughs> so you got to get out of here and go yeah. watch it. Yeah. Need to go be entertained. <laughs> Legendary. Yeah. yeah man. Uh, also curious about the scary stories to tell in the dark movie. Yeah, I came up on those on those on those books. Yeah, so I like I read them. I'm curious to, to see how, how that how that'll come off. Illustrations are like burned into my the back of my skull. Sure. So I'd love to just see how you know how how uh, what's the filmmaker. I'm going to see uh, Dumbo with my mom. I'm pretty excited about. Oh that. yeah, yeah. Um, I've heard it's like good. Like it's been getting. Good reviews. Like, yeah. Um, Shazam's been getting good reviews. Also, too. yeah, that one. I'm gonna too. see Shazam because it's like I like. Let me know. Su- I may go see you. With, I go see that with you. Let me know. Okay, I like Superman and I like Big. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. why wouldn't I like him? Is it out already? No, it's coming out in a couple weeks, week and a half or something. Mm-hmm. The reviews are already out. Yeah, I mean, that's, uh, that's often... Oh, yeah, and I want to see The Beach Bum. That's, ha- that's often... Oh, before. hell, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. And it's coming to major theaters, to Harmony Corinne's new movie, with... This goes back to our last uh, to our last uh, episode. Martin Lawrence is in it, so I'm kind of already... Even what? from a nostalgic purpose. My mom loved Martin Lawrence, so it's kind of like... I'm going to see that movie for her. It's kind of like two in one. It's like the Harmony Corinne angle is all me, and then the Martin Lawrence angle is my mom, so I think them two together, well, it's, like, it's going to be pretty like, awesome. Because of my dad, rest in peace, I will always watch any Star Trek movie. Sure, yeah. What's well, like that with Rocky with my dad? It's, it's the Rocky stuff. Which I went back. Side note, I went back. I watched Creed 2 the other night. And I'm fully convinced now. I really wish the second... I wish it was Drago. And, and Michael B. Jordan and all that stuff was in the background. And then the third movie was the fight. I think, I think, my, I think Adonis Creed's story... Like how he became the best in the world happened way too quick, and mm-hmm. I think he needed more wins under his belt. Because at this point, in terms of major fights, he's one and two. Like he's not very good. Like he he, he doesn't have a good record. I think he should have had a lot of. Because that was the whole point of Rocky too. He got he built like Rocky was like under after losing to Apollo Creed, he had a bunch of wins under his belt, and then he had the rematch with uh, Apollo Creed. But but anyway, yeah. I, I also mentioned I, I did not see Creed two. I mm-hmm. missed out on that one. It's cool. It ain't as good as the first one. It's I, I, I fine. Don't think. Yeah, yeah. But, it's fine, my man. Yeah, that, that's what I, I heard. I think I just one of those where I just didn't have the time or sure, sure. movies that I wanted to see. Sure. <clears throat> well, the, here's the thing: is like the more you get into something, you actually have to eat. Like being like a sort of cinephile is great. Once you start being like really into movies. You just realize, oh, I don't know shit, and if I don't watch a movie every day, I'm still haven't watched enough movies. Yeah, and I then wish it, I and then and, and then you got time. You have time, and then it cheapens it, because the truth is, I've watched like twelve new movies this year, and I'm just like, whatever. Like Us was fun. Captain Marvel was fun. Glass when Glass was my favorite movie I saw in the theater. It's just like, just give me some good shit. I'm going to watch Under the Silver Lake soon because friend of the show, Bradley Cohen Cohen, uh, really set, was really looking forward to it. Um, Tony, once next, watch, April, you're going to have High Life, Shazam, Peter Lou. You're going to have a bunch of good stuff to, 
potentially good stuff. Is to, New to choose Mutants from. ever coming out? There are other movies that are out now, aren't there? Like that. I, I actually have no. It's, I, I realize how old I've gotten. I used to. There was all through my twenties. I knew what was playing at Film Forum, IFC, Angelica, Sundance. Uh, rest in peace to a cu- couple of the uh, like uh, the Sunshine Cinema and all that stuff. I knew everything. Thing was. I have like no idea. Um, except moving image because I still have my, I, I have my membership there. But other than that, yeah. Yeah, uh, I guess as for films in theaters, now that I still haven't seen, uh, we'll be talking about Dragged Across Concrete. I don't know if I'll get around to that one or not. But uh, then that also Sunset, the one from the director of uh, Sun Assault. Oh duh! Yeah yeah, yeah. yes. Oh man, uh, Sun Assault was great. Yeah, um, really annoyed I didn't get to see Apollo Eleven and IMAX. But I guess I'll still try and see that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Free Solo, still haven't watched. I've been I, meaning to. Same. Um, same. Were, yeah. That's funny. That's another callback to our last episode. Also, this like up. animated movie that, like, I, I my, oddly enough, my mom was the one who introduced me, or, like, showed it to me. I've never heard of and I think it's still playing. I don't know where. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called Ruben Brandt Collector. Mm, I don't know that one. Uh, I hadn't either. I really don't know a whole lot about it, but I see that it looks kind of cool like mm-hmm. it, it got good reviews it has like a uh i don't remember the plot but like it seemed interesting when i skimmed scan uh, scan uh, skimmed it oh uh, transit want to see that mm-hmm. um because yeah phoenix was great and i've heard nothing but great things about transit. phoenix was very good yeah i really liked that movie mm-hmm. yeah so that's what i guess i want to see right now um then oh then the one other movie that I, I watched this past or the, uh, uh, that I uh, uh, wanted to bring up especially because of the podcast name um, I finally got around to watching uh, Freddy Got Fingered oh okay uh, yeah and I really enjoyed it good I I, oh, I awesome. found it to be really funny um, funny surreal touching because at, at at its core it's a father son <laughs> you know movie. Right, but then just right. a lot of the random stuff. Like, we've obviously talked about it on the podcast before, mm-hmm. and we've been trying to get Tom Green to give us some kind of re- recognition. It's, it's, Not I mean, that we uh, need it, but, right, yeah. you know. But, no, what, what were you going to say? Well, I, just, I, I love... I, 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 it was fun watching it. Just also, it was, like, watching it as, like, a parody of, like, 90s, like, gross-out movies. Of course, yeah. Like and I just it love... it hits all those same, like, beats, but just throws it... Takes it to a... Yeah. Just takes it, like... Just even how, like, um... Andy, the little kid who just yeah. keeps getting hurt. <laughs> yeah. Even just the dialogue between him is that, do I really get to have a piece of cake, Daddy? Yes, it's your birthday. <laughs> just sort of shit like that. Yeah. Or just the opening, or not the opening scene, but like one of the earlier scenes where they just say proud over and over yeah. and over. Proud? Proud? Yeah. My my friend Isaac, uh, in my in our 20s, he used to text me a lot, and he would just text me, you got the job, buddy? At the, like the beginning, he's going through all his comments he's the job buddy uh, Shaq was amazing in it yeah he was I'd give it to you this way I'd give it to you that way yeah. also uh, Rip Torn was incredible of course Yeah, uh, that's it all bets are off you're fucking dead and he chases him that's a really good so <laughs> my friends yo it's time to close it off I like closing it off on, on Freddy Got Fingered I like the fact that, that you saw it and you yeah. perked up when you started talking about it too uh, Jared, where uh, where can folks find you uh, uh, on the social inter interwebs? So you can find me on uh, Twitter uh, at at real Jared Gilman. Uh, yeah, I, I tweet 
I guess. Sure. I, I, I don't know. I just sort of tweet dumb things or movie opinions on movies or yeah, whatever when I watch them. Uh, had one get uh, uh, one thing I uh, recently got a lot of hits. Yes, I saw that. I saw yeah. the the one perfect shot. Yeah. Yes. That. So it's so weird when you just look at something you've seen so many times and just find new things or just find new details. Sure, sure. Uh, and, yeah. and also, if you haven't uh, watched Moonrise Kingdom, watch Patterson. You've got a pretty awesome filmography uh, th- thus far, as far as I'm, I'm you know, yeah. as far as I'm concerned. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah we'll have you on. Vincent you know. Cassell, but but you didn't die. Yeah. Patrick signed off on the caterer for Saturday. <laughs> The PA will be here by two. Thank you everybody for watching. Here's another song called What are you watching? It's a DVD I bought from Scotty Andrews today. This kid is incredible. Patrick says he's a dink. Honey, please, I'm trying to watch this. He's got the voice of an angel. Beautiful. Ha ha, 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 ha 